Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Funeral Home. We now return to Tampa Bay's number one morning show, The Mike Calter Show. It's the Mike Calter Show. It's 1025 The Bone, straight up 830. Another opportunity for you to win the bone bonus coming up at 10 o'clock this morning. $1,000 to you. Simply text the keyword to 70123. Next week, I'll be out on a parade float visiting you at your home. Taking the parade to you. There's no Gasparilla. We're going to Gaspri anyway. I've teamed up with Bud Light, and I'll be bringing you the party. We'll be uh, we'll be on the floats, and we'll be coming to your house. We'll be bringing you Budweiser and prizes and beads, and you're not expected to show your boobs, although you are certainly welcome. <laughs> There's uh, uh, BT and Steve. Come in, Steve. Have a seat over here. You look like you just robbed the stagecoach. How you doing, pal? <laughs> the put, well, you're in Florida, so we don't have it over here. We don't. Oh, yeah, have to, we, we got, we got it. rid we of it. it. Yeah, we read it. Nice. We find out if you just ignore it, it goes away. How are you, man? I'm great. How are you? I believe this is the first time you've ever been on the show. It's but my we... first time in Tampa, so yes. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, okay, that's why. Because we have met a couple of times. I'll tell you where. At the store, I think we met once, right? No, I, uh, no we met at, um, well, you sat at a table in front of me. You and the rest of the guys from the league at Howard Stern's birthday party. Oh, that was my one. Gosh! And then uh, shortly after that, I went to the SNL after party, and you and Joe Bartnick were there together, and we hung out for a little while there. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Although Joe, have you seen Joe lately with that porn stash he's got going he's, on? He, I don't know his genes. I don't know. Is he Romanian? Whatever he is, <laughs> he looks more. He looks like that guy who used to be Nadia Comaneci's uh, yeah uh, trainer. He there. looks like a like a circus strongman. Like he should have a like a tank top on and a twist handlebar mustache and holding up two bars like that. Uh, exactly. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thanks. How come you've never so, been in Tampa? Before? I don't know. I just feel like um you know I have no relatives here. So yeah. the only reason I ever came to Florida was to see some sort of aunt or grandmother, or whatever. And they're mostly east uh, over the. They're palm areas. Yeah, so that's yeah. the other side. So. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, so I haven't been up here. What do you? Where do you live now? I live in well, right now in California, but we're gonna head back east. I think pretty soon to, to New York. To New York, you, yeah, yeah. yeah my, one worse than the other. What? One worse than the other. California. Everybody's getting out of California. Yep. And then uh, nobody's really doing anything in New York, although it seems to be opening up a little bit now. I think the clubs are starting to open up again, which is great. But yeah. Things are. St- it's going to be different. It's going to be strange. It's yeah. going to be weird. Even California is going to be real. I mean, whenever it opens up. I don't. I've only seen. I, so I saw pictures on the news, like everybody else, of California and tent cities and all that stuff. And now my brother is taking my niece to USC, so they went to go look at the school. And he's like, it's worse than they show you on TV. I mean, yeah. he's like, it's, it's everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah. The homeless situation is out of, it's like almost as bad as the COVID situation. I, yeah, I don't know how to handle it. So, now, so we were goofing on Steve because he's wearing his, his mask, which yeah, I, I get it. I totally get well, it. Well, I was also doing it because I'm allergic to cats. Oh, yeah, we got a little cat. Yeah, <laughs> he's following me around everywhere. So I'm like, mask up. I hate the cat. And the cat's trying to get love from anybody it can. Of course so, it is, dude. Yeah, if you want to take it when you leave, just No, I'm it. good. Yeah. I'm good, thanks. <sighs> We've got a beautiful giant dog we've yeah. got a giant tortoise out back and for a some, tortoise 
we got a, a 70-pound tortoise out back. I've got a dog that's seven feet tall when it gets on its hind legs. And i got a midget cat. And Dude, no I follow you on cat. Instagram. You're a oh. great dad. You're, you're, like, I can tell. Like, you're like just, who, who, what dad buys a tortoise? A dad who if always I, wanted a tortoise when he was a kid. I'm Exactly. Yeah. Do you have kids? I have two boys, yeah. How old? Well, one is just about to turn nine, and the other one's 12. Good, good ages. Sixth grade, they still great. like you. They lo- we just we li- I came yesterday from a family vacation in Arizona. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I left them at the hotel in the morning, went to the airport in Phoenix, and then came here. It was a dude ranch. You went to a dude oh, ranch outside of our comfort zone. That's great. Shotguns, like city slickers, rode horses. Yeah. So so they think do they know? Okay, so the the league was on a couple of years ago. They yeah, they don't know younger. The they don't know the league. It's all Paul Blart Mall Cop in their uh. world. That guy did something for them. Nice. See, that's what I got to do. I gotta, if I knew more rappers, boy, I would be the king of this household. Yep. Uh, my son's 14. I didn't care. Couldn't care. They don't care. Couldn't care. I did that, nothing. I nobody could. woke up to come and see me this morning. Uh, that, that, <laughs> but, yeah, you get more, like, uh, rappers or people that, you know, like those, like, the entertainment industry. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. YouTube those, people. YouTube They'll people. wake up for that. The, by, by, by the way, I have a list of YouTube people that I hate and will never do anything for and will hope to one day beat up because... When my son loved them the most, I had no... Like, I could get pulled with a lot of things. You could probably get pulled yeah. with a lot of things. You want to, your kids want to meet somebody at a concert, you can make a couple phone calls, get them backstage. Who is that one guy that I'm going to hate forever? The guy that yeah, was, did it at the Hard Rock. Bike or something. I don't know. Some sort of English name. I forget Sorry, what it was. I forget to tell people that Galvin's back at the studio. <laughs> is he looking around? <laughs> no, but uh, I should tell everybody. I was, I was asking... Remember, it was him. It was two guys, and they did a show together. I don't know. This guy would... He, all he did was make me feel bad because all his videos were just him and his family hanging out and doing stuff. Yeah. And my son was glued to it. And I was like, we're, we're way cooler than this family. We do way more stuff than these guys. Why do you love them so much? And then that guy came to the Hard Rock in Orlando, and I pulled every goddamn string I could. I even called Steve-O because Steve-O did a video one time. Yeah. Like, hey, can you get this guy? And Anything. Like, I don't know, dude. These YouTubers are hard to do. <laughs> yeah. And I can't, I, I can't crack the YouTubers. No, they're, 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 they have their own, like... I, this Mr. Beast guy that my son loved, like yeah. he thinks he's like Jesus. He's yeah. like he's the nicest guy. He gives away Lamborghinis, and he looks at me like, "Yeah, what did what, you? What, do? You, what have you done?" I'm like, what, <laughs> "You like eating, right? And everything, the house and everything else. You like all that? Yeah, I've I'm, been giving I'm you your stuff. Mr. Beast, right? Right. I've been, I've been giving you food all these years. I, I gave you life. You yeah, Mr. Bastard. Beast. Uh, now I, I need to know. I need to get to the bottom of this. Like my son used to like uh, uh, Paul Logan Paul and his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like Logan Paul lives in a. He just bought a four million dollar mansion and he just gave. I go, Joey. I go. These things are not real. You're you're being. But then it turned out it was real. This guy's got so much money. He's just giving away money and buying mansions. That's how it works. Yeah. Dude. And then I realized I'm doing the wrong thing. Yeah. That's because, because that's my web guy. Look at yeah. him. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? Look at you. Go back to Harry Potter. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's. Um, well, look. I, I if I was talking to a good buddy, if that's the game, and it seems like it is now, it's like, well, then I'm out. Yeah. I can't really like compete. I can't compete with Mr. Beast. No, I'm not going to flip over a couch or or throw my wife into a pool because <laughs> or eat things. Yeah, or eat things yeah. because I I need likes and subscribes. That's all I hear with my kids. Like with the how many like I go I, I have. 700 million likes. Right. <laughs> That's how I give them numbers that they have no idea. That's the only time I've ever... Uh, I have TikTok, but I don't really use it much. I just uh-huh. use it to look at girls. Um, but I got one video one time that had like 700,000 likes on it. 
And that's when my son was like, whoa, yeah. dad. You know, that's when he thought it was cool. Uh, Steve Renazizi is here. Steve is going to be at Side Splitters all weekend long. Uh, do you know John Heffron? We broke up with him today. I kind of heard you were saying something about it, but I didn't hear what happened. But yeah, I, I don't know John that well. But if you, I mean, I was expecting you to be like, you have to fight him now when he comes. He's a nice guy and he's a big guy. I wouldn't want to fight him at all. He is in uh, Port Charlotte, which is markets away from here. So okay. the two of you wouldn't have been competing for our audience. And uh, we have a long relationship with him, so he was going to be here, and then you were going to come in, and it would probably have been some good crossover. You know, sure. I mean? two funny guys in the yeah. room together. And then he bailed on us. Now, I don't know you, Steve. We just met, but I like you. Oh, but I, no. But if somebody called you this morning and said, you can go on this guy's show, or you can go golfing with Ron White, what, what would you choose? Oh, me? Yeah. I wouldn't have been here either. I would... <laughs> oh, no. Was that the other option? Well, I don't know that you have I that. almost ran out to the golf course out here. I saw outside your house. Are you kidding me? I'm a huge golf fan. Go. I played with Ron White before. Oh. I'd go play with him again. You get boozed I... up. Oh, forget it. Oh, man. You're so lucky. Heffron, I, we would never would have met. You would have been like, that guy is just a POS. That's it. All right, Heffron, you're back in the in the mix now. <laughs> now I understand it from a Come comics on. point of view. Yeah. What do you love I'm more, a, I Ron love White golf. or golf? No, I love golf way more than Ron White. Will you play when you're here? Uh, not this time because I was coming from something else and Oof. I was hanging out with my buddy. So, but I'm going to come back in November and play for a week. I don't. I gotta tell you, I don't love golf. I live I get on a it. golf course. I have a golf cart. And yeah. I do not like golf. I'm playing next week or two weeks in uh, in Mike Allstott. He used to play for the Bucks with his charity tournament. Uh-huh. And normally I don't play. I get I get sent off into a foursome and I just let them know I'm just driving today. That's I great. Have no interest. In I have golfing. I have I'm doing an outing with my friends from high school. And we have t- there's five of us. Three of us really like to play, and two of us could not care. Yeah. To, and I love to play. So they'll just drive the carts and get boozed up, and it'll be great. But, so that's what all my friends from New York yeah. do. They go to they go to Myrtle Beach, and they're like, "You're gonna come this year?" And I go, "No." I go, "You guys keep going to play golf. I'm not doing that garbage." See now, you guys to me, go hunting. Let me know. Like 18 holes is is a lot for a person that doesn't like the game to play. Nine is a lot for a person yeah, that doesn't exactly. like to play. So it's like to keep at, people's interest for that long. After nine, at any time I ever have to play at nine, I go, "This is it, right?" Like, yeah, how many yeah. do we have? This is ridiculous. And and you're really just sitting there. And I still hate it. And you still hate it. <clears throat> Even though you're so... It's like you're in probably the most beautiful property. People hit Birds. the ball, and they shank it, and they go, God damn it. I get up there, and I hit it, and I go, hm, wherever. Never Whatever. It. I couldn't care less. Where I, I wish I had that. I That's wish the it. best part of golf is the swearing. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> like when I, Justin Thomas got busted a couple, a couple yeah. months ago for saying uh, a, yeah. a bad slur. And so, you know, it's like... I'm like... You should go to a regular public golf course. <laughs> I've heard se- several of those slurs that are off the list that you can't say put together. Right, right, In combinations right. <laughs> I had never heard before. That is the uh, the good thing about my wife, too, is my wife and I, we both, uh, like my dad, I always say that my dad took me to see Porky's when it was in the movie theater. Yeah, that's great. Nobody else. And wow. I, I never do drugs. I've never been arrested. I'm, I turned on a great kid. So I never was like, I'm not going to curse in front of my kids. I haven't changed a thing. But every once in a while, like if you hear my wife stub a toe, oh my god, the con- yeah. the, the the connection of words that she comes out of, that out of her mouth are, are it's fantastic. awesome. My wife's yeah. got a f- sailor's mouth too. Yeah, I would have canceled my wife a long time ago if I could have. She's the first person I think at a PTO board meeting of our Catholic school to drop a, an f bomb. Yeah, <laughs> everyone was like, well, she was just like, oh, whoops, sorry. Your kids go to Catholic school? Yeah. That's not. See, that's a tough. I did that. That's a tough life. I know. I went to Catholic school my so whole life. So why would you do that to your kids? Because I know how to filter out all the. 
the BS to kind of get it out of you know like because like, they're getting a good education for yeah, not yeah, no choice, yeah. a ton of I mean considering LA is like forty five thousand dollars a year per kid for kindergarten and every other grade <laughs> right. I'm like I'm I'm in a good spot here they're not they're not you know they're learning what they're supposed to learn I can kind of get rid of the other stuff yeah. ancillary stuff but every school's got like. You know, ridiculous things that the parents don't want the kids to learn. Like, you know, they're doing stuff in New York where it's like a, a month free of gender. It's like, I, what? I, I you know, don't like, understand I, that. You know, I, I don't not, know where. I, I'd rather learn a little bit about religion than a little bit about having to explain to them why they, you know. Learning about religion is fine with me. Uh, like, I. Doctrinate, indoctrination yeah, is a whole thing. Yeah, whole no, I understand. When I was in high school, I went to Catholic high school, and that's where I learned all about the Muslim religion. We did Middle East studies, and they taught us everything. And yeah. I was like, I, I, this is important to know, you yeah. know? Um, and then, but now neither one of my kids are baptized. Oh, okay. And because my wife is kind of Jewish. Yeah. Like, she's she's Christmas Jew. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. yeah. Like That's she's, exactly what my wife was yeah, when I met her. she's got a Jewish it. name, but she's celebrating Christmas. So um, I, I just, I, we didn't, we were like, hey, whatever they want to do when they get older. But now I'm at a part where my daughter is starting to be like, so who is Jesus? And what did Jesus do? And I want to be like, I don't know. I go, you really want me to tell you? He's some dead guy that... People made up stories about. I don't know. I can't really explain that yeah. to her until she knows about Santa Claus. Then I can put the two of them together and kind of explain. Oh, then you have to sit them down. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I think Santa Claus has kind of run its way through. My older one is like, at this point, like, not beyond it. And then you know, yeah, my younger one still. My, uh, do you have the? birds and the bees talk with your kids or do they kind of just ask questions we're actually going through that right now my oldest is on the younger side of uh of 12 right. so he's sort of like a, but they're doing uh we you know we just they just started going back to school physically like three weeks ago yeah so, so in january they did sex ed on zoom that, and that mm. helped and you it out. was it was I, it's the only class i ever made sure i was around for <laughs> because oh, i would I and it was, they were in those brady box squares yeah. and they're just staring ahead right <laughs> and the urethra produces and and they should be holding up a new york times <laughs> with a date on it they look like hostage victims and it's the greatest the great like to oh. learn I'm like, if he, I, I, I go, this is not, this should not be done over Zoom. No, you want to talk about a personal, man's penis yeah. with him? You got to look him in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know saying like directly in the eye has sort of physical contact. Uh, I, we said, we'll talk to them when they start asking questions about it because you don't want to hide anything from them. Yeah. And my son was really, he was asking questions and he was getting confused because they were teaching him a little bit at school and he was like, but I don't know. And I go, I looked at my wife and she goes, oh, you do it. And I go, okay. So I got in the car and I said, "Hey," uh, and I explained the whole thing. I go, "Your mom and I said we tell you when you start asking. You're kind of asking, and I want to know. I just want to make sure you want to know." He goes, "Yeah, no, I definitely want to know." And I go, "Are you sure?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I looked at him. I go, "Okay, but you're just gonna blow your mind, dude." <laughs> yeah. Like I was all excited to tell him. I go, "It's unbelievable." Um, I'd rather teach them myself than have, like my oldest comes back with like, "Dad, I know what a 62 is." <laughs> and I was like, "What do you know?" He goes, "A 62." I go, "What's a 62?" I'm thinking of like a, a Giants offensive lineman. Like, <laughs> and he goes, "No, when you uh, when you do." It's a. I go. Wait a minute. Let's see. He goes. Wait a minute. I think I heard six two. I go. Run it back again. Run six two and six nine back with your friends tomorrow and see which one sticks. When I yeah, when I was a kid, I was in a camp, a sleepaway camp, mm -hmm. and it was really the first time a sixty nine was talked about. And believe it or not, there was this kid that that hung out with us that was mute. He didn't talk, but he was smart and he was still kind of a wise ass, even though he didn't talk. If that makes any sense. And we were sitting down at this big meeting where the whole camp was out there, and this kid was like, he was selling pictures that he cut out of 
dirty magazines for like a dollar. And he's like, you guys want any of these one of these pictures? And the other kid's like, I don't know what he got. He goes, I got this, this, this. And he goes, I got a 69. And the mute kid looks around and he goes, like, shrugs his shoulders like, what's a 69? And the other kid took a stick and he drew a six, and then he drew a nine in the dirt, and the kid was like, mm. <laughs> All right. I saw the joy on the yep. mute kid's face from a 69, <laughs> and I thought, there's no better way to really explain it than to draw a six and a nine. That's it. Yeah, there you go. Fold them together. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, the League was a hit show for, yeah. was the network good, or was it Oh, crappy? FX was amazing. Really? For it. Yeah. I mean, I think that was like, uh, yeah, that was all. everyone on that show's first experience with just kind of being left alone. I mean, actually, you know, Mark Duplass came from making his own movies, so right. he just did his own thing. But every one of us that had been on network shows has always been told, like, you know, a lot of things that we thought were funny that never made it into shows. This was just, they left us alone and let us make the show we wanted to make, you know. And yeah, it seemed like they had a, a love for comedy, and then they had the FXX thing, and they were like, let's just do it all. Throw it all there. I mean, it was sort of, you know, they kept some stuff for FX, you right. know, like the beautiful projects and stuff, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Donald Glover's beautiful show, whatever, <laughs> you know, but like, but like you know, the, all the filthy humor, Yeah, uh, they put it over on FXX, and it was great, you know, it was, you know, we were there for the rest of the run after a couple years, and like... Uh, I honestly, uh, I've read a lot of stuff. I've done some stuff, you know, here and there. But nothing's going to be as probably as fun or as funny as that that was. That I, I thought it was. I was surprised they didn't come up with some sort of fantasy show before that because it had grown to be such a to to be such a big yeah. thing. You know, it wasn't just a thing guys were doing in their basement anymore. And there were a couple of. Um, Couple of good nods to it in different movies and stuff, but it was show about it was great. Like I always remember Arliss. Yeah, Arliss. Sports related sitcoms have have I've always been a fan. I think yeah. they had there were a couple like pilots that they tried to make on network shows, and it was almost like uh, it was too big of a thing to be like. So the hook is that these guys or these people are going to play fa- like it was too big of a concept. Right, right. Like like one of them needs to have like a like a, a gay sibling that you know like, whatever. <laughs> so like yeah. for us it was like no that's just the whole thing and yeah. we were so low budget and so under the radar it was just like you guys prove that you can do this thing and you know for a nickel and it's going to cost us to, to go you know try it and it worked. So Did you get a lot of guys coming up to you going oh you're just like we are and then, uh, yeah yeah I, yeah I, in, his, uh, yes a lot yeah. of, and. It's it's like we're you know not, not that much fantasy this week, guys. <laughs> we're not a uh, an informational sports program. We're a, Your pick we, sucked this week. Yeah, my wife faked she had cancer this week, so that, that's what we were trying to get away with. I mean, give me a break. Uh, I, I I tell you, I think it was great. How'd you end up at the at the Stern thing? We all guys all just that was that was like get. a thing where you know I'm a tremendous fan and and uh, and so was Nick and Jason Manzukis and Paul Shear. We were all, we were all East Coast people, right, so we right. grew up. And so uh, for us, it was like we will use, again, all of our powers. And, you know, at that point, it was like season three, and we weren't that popular, but yeah. they knew who I we were. It was pretty, it was kind of They kind of like, and so it was like we had done the wrap-up show. And so, like, we used all of our combined. In the, and, wor- in the world. And truly, I mean, I don't know how you said you were behind. The, the table that we were at, it was uh, it was the three of us. Um, uh, uh, what's his name from Comedy Central? Kent. Uh, Alterman uh, was at our table, and so we were, and we were the like what I felt like it was us, and then the the kitchen door was right behind us, like swinging open. Yeah, back. you were all the and way it was in the like back. all yeah. the way in the back, yeah. and like we had, they were like, you are the probably the last three people that will ever get to come to this oh, really? that we're gonna let in, yeah, and we yeah. were like honor, and I mean, I stayed till the, it was one of the best things I've ever been. I was uh, I was upstairs at first in the balcony, okay, 
sitting next to Tan Mom. Perfect. She's screaming. <laughs> Not perfect. I was like, this is miserable. <laughs> and then uh, I went downstairs and I sat at a table with my agent and we were... I, I don't know if our t- our table is like kind of next to you guys, but we were standing for a while. Larry King was right in yeah. front of us. Yeah, it was like a. I was like, this. No matter where you were, there was a list celebrities hey, around. I here. took a yeah, a pe- like you. Pe- I pissed next to Ketis. <laughs> I had my vape pen, and then yeah. he like, yeah. and, then, and I'm like, oh, I just went. I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, and then I, I'm talking, and then I'm, next thing you know, everyone's up there singing yeah. together. You know, I, I met Dave Grohl that night. I was yeah, like, oh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, hung out with Kimmel for a while. Like that was a. No matter where you went, there was something. Then. Went to the after party. Yep. Did you go to that? Yes. Okay. That the Kimmel was, one. Um. Yeah. We. I don't know. Like underground bar. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So at one point, I am in a, I'm in a conversation with Justin Thoreau and John Stamos, and another gorgeous guy walked up, and I just looked around. and I was like, I don't believe. Yeah. I gotta go. I was like, nice I, I look at a gargoyle. Yeah. What's going I, on here. But I also like. I I know my role. I'm not gonna be like, hey, so what's up? Yeah. Handsome guy. I just just all of us three handsome men speaking about daily topics. <laughs> I was I was in a, engaged in a conversation with Stamos, and then. Thoreau came in and he was he was nice to me and nice to him and I was like, nah, I'm just, you got to go, buddy. You don't belong here." So then I phased out of that and then um, I I met Steven Tyler who I'd met before, but now he completely turned into my aunt Lena. He looked he looked just <laughs> just he like did. my aunt Lena. He, he was did. wonderful. The walk this way though was pretty cool. Everything though. I mean, it, everything was ridiculous. Dude, but. Everything that night, every performance, you were like, "I can't believe that was." Cooler than going to any of the Grammys, any of the Adam Academy Levine Awards. Killed the Prince song. Yeah. Like, and I'm not even a huge Adam Levine fan, but yeah. I was like, oh, damn, dude. Yeah, it was great. It, it was really, awesome. It really was a, a, a fantastic time. And then uh, that night at the uh, Saturday Night Live party, I also made some discoveries that um, you were cool. Uh, there was a couple of people I met that night. And what's his name? Uh, the, f- the guy who was fat and not fat anymore. Moneyball. <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Jonah Hill. Oh, oh Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill. Yeah, yeah. What a fat douchebag he is. Holy. <laughs> pretentious a little bit. What a complete fat douchebag he was. And not just to me. Um, like, we, we hung out with everybody, but he was talking to my agent, and they were having a good conversation, and then he just, like, turned into I'm too cool for the room guy, and I was like, now I know everybody hates you. It's sort of, you know, that's the vibe of... Uh, <sighs> Not so much in comedy, yeah, but that's the Hollywood vibe. Yeah, that it's exactly what that's it is. the Hollywood vibe. We have your head on a swivel where it's like I'd be talking to you and yeah. make eye contact when I needed to, but also just kind of get in every situation and make sure that there's yeah not someone else I should be speaking with. It was so weird, and uh, like Chappelle was there and a couple of like really big names, and I'd be like, that's not yeah yeah. I don't know I, that day meeting him. They always say you shouldn't meet the people you like because that disgusted me, and now I hate him. Yeah, still, still like. His movies, but he's still just a douchebag. But yeah, I mean, it rubs you the wrong way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I have like when I was first got there, and he's a super, it's really nice guy, and I've gotten to meet him since. But like, I went to this party, and I asked Jason Biggs. I saw Jason Biggs. I go, I want to take a picture with Jason Biggs. I went over. I go, Hey, man, I like the. I'm a huge fan. Can I take a picture? And he's like, Do you have a camera? And I wanted to be like, No. Why? Do you? Like, I'm like of course I have a camera. I wanted to. I, wanted add, to use- I asked you for a picture. I was going to come over with a freaking camera. And he and the picture, he's just like that. And I was like. And for like five to eight years after, I was like, I 
My mission is to destroy Jason. <laughs> <laughs> life. Whatever has to happen. That's good. Yeah, That's and then all like I met him and he was super nice again. And I was like, I kind of didn't really tell him the story, but then like you know, getting to know him on Stern a little bit. He's yeah, on that yeah. show once in a while. It was like, oh, he's actually a really nice guy. Maybe just having a bad night. But I should I should have dedicated five to six years of my life. I probably should have written more jokes in that time. Oh my god, wouldn't that, wouldn't that have been great if you were like, you know, Ryan is easy. He's a guy who hates Jason Biggs. Yeah, you know, that's what he's known for. <laughs> um, we we had we're also surprised that we had Matt Damon on the show. Uh huh. Matt Damon was so cool. I yeah. had to, I had to tell him I had to go. Hey, I got to be honest. I'm so happy you're not a douchebag. Yeah. No. It's that when you and then you run across guys like that that yeah. are just completely down to earth, normal. Uh, uh, that's crazy. that's better. Uh, what are you working on now? Outside, uh, are you just doing stand up? Starting to do stand up again. Yeah. yeah. This is like first of all, this is the first time I've been in studio in a, almost a, two years, probably. Yeah. Well, that's why we're here. By the way, yeah. I apologize. We're no, under, we're, it's under, great. we're under construction right now. Oh, it's we great. had a really nice wall there and a beautiful studio, but we're in the process of of making things bigger because we're never going back. That's well. I mean, good for you. Yeah. I, I was saying, like, if anything, from the move and everything I was talking about, like, I don't need to be in Los Angeles every single day of my life no. anymore. Also. As a, look, do you know Bobby Kelly? Yeah, I do a podcast with Bobby Kelly. Yeah, and those New York guys hate those LA comedians. No, I know. I mean, they're all best friends, but they're like stupid LA faces and new yeah. attitude. And I've learned that it's exactly it's exactly what what the, the East guys say that they're just like what you just said. They're always looking the other, looking for something bigger and better. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so you got to you got to get out. Yeah, it's been well. I've been there twenty years, and I, Still, I don't need to be. It's not like you you have to. Be in my office tomorrow, Katie. You don't get in the park. Yeah. You know, whatever. It's like that. those days are over. No, so. so are they not filming anything anywhere? They're filming stuff. Yeah. yeah here and there, you know. But uh, it's, you know. You, you, you could do that in New York. You could do it anywhere. You could do it anywhere. Yeah. I could audition for whatever I got to audition for if I want to read for something. So I'm, I'm going to Hawaii in July. Nice. Which yeah. island? Uh, Kauai. Oh, I haven't been to that one. That looks like Narnia, I heard. This is, this is starting to become a, a problem in my family because we're going to Kauai for... Two weeks, yeah, and from everybody I know, like there's nothing to do there. It's just boring and just Zuckerberg beautiful. owns like eighty percent of the island, and right. I think it's just so that he can walk around and think. <laughs> um, and that's like I don't yeah, want to do that. It looks like they film Lost there. Yeah, I want. So that's eat what it looks like. I want to eat pineapples and coconuts, and I want girls to put flowers on me. I want to do the touristy Hawaii. That's that's Honolulu. Yeah, that's where You're I want like, to get drugged by a, a hooker, yeah. like a golfer, and then wake up in a hotel room I've never been in before. Yeah, I want to. I want the to be true like, Honolulu experience. Were we in a volcano last night? That's yeah. what I that's what I want to be. That's so. Honolulu. You're going to like the quietest place yeah. on the planet Earth. I know a girl that lives in Hawaii, and she's like, "Oh yeah, you're only good for like three days there, and then it gets boring." You might want to have Maui's sort of a mixture of the both of them. You get un- I mean, not the every. It's beautiful everywhere, but like, there's a little more to do. Uh, but, I said I'm leaving. I go. I got to be honest with you. I go. If it's boring after three days, I'm just taking one of those little planes. Yeah, and you leaving. can go over somewhere to one, yeah. one of the other islands. You guys can meet me in Maui. I'll be eating pineapples. That's great. Uh, but no, but the reason why I'm saying this is because I'm going for a while. And I don't want to miss all the shows. And then on the way back, so I was, uh, I'm going to go. And then I think a week of shows I may actually do from there, from Hawaii. And then, uh, right? That's what I was like, I can do it from anywhere. And then on the way back, I was talking to, you know, Burt Kreischer. Yeah. Kreischer's building a house in LA. I'm like, when I get back in LA, I may stay in LA for a week because yeah. kids are off from school. I got I can do the show from wherever I want. And well, I mean, you'll for Hawaii, you'd have to wake up. I think super. Yeah. Or you might even do it at night at before night. you go that to was bed. The thing. It was at night. I did Edinburgh for the fe- the comedy festival right. and so i have a podcast i do and i would do it at the same time but it was like 11 o'clock at night 
And it was perfect because yeah. I would do my shows, go back, have some dinner, do the podcast, and then go out and hang out yeah. after. It so. wouldn't it wouldn't be a big deal if I'm on a place that has nothing going on and I'm stuck there for ten days. Yeah, uh, who cares if I sleep in the afternoon or the morning? It doesn't matter. Yep. I mean, see, run is easy. It's just made up my mind. I might move to Hawaii. How do you like that? You, uh, you can just get, like uh, get a Detroit Tigers cap and a Lamborghini. <laughs> start driving around, solving some. Joe crimes. Bartnick mustache, dude. Yeah, yeah. Bartnick will be a great Rick if you needed like a wingman. If it's you're true. Magnum, Bartnick's your Rick. He, that I, I did his podcast, his hockey podcast. Oh yeah, the puck off. It's hard to stare at his face when he has that mustache. It's great because it, it circus. Has anyone given you the, the the Joe Bartnick? If you follow him on Instagram, right? He does the the morning when he goes. Hey, what's up, everyone? Yeah. Joe Bartnick. He can't see. I'm like, what? where are you on the face of the sun doing all these updates, Bartnick? And he always starts them like three seconds before he should. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's just him staring yeah, at the up, camera. Joe Bartnick here. <laughs> oh, man. Well, listen, I appreciate I you him. coming in here. Uh, you you might have saved our relationship with uh, with John Heffern. I'm glad, dude. I'm glad he didn't throw him away just because of. I mean, uh, you're talking. Was, that's like uh, uh, first of all, that's like probably ten people's make a wish. <laughs> you know, say to play golf with. <laughs> so with the redneck if, if you got a, if you got a, someone else's make a wish, that's your excuse. It's yeah. like, well, you know, I, I went I went in a helicopter with Bill Burr. It's like, yeah, well, I'm going to do that rather yeah. than hang, hang out with you. Uh, that I understand. <laughs> that I understand. I I also I also understand that sometimes kissing Ron White's ass could lead to gigs for you, but you got six shows to kiss. I don't think Heffern's kissing Ron White's ass. Mm. I think Ron White likes to play golf with people, and Heffern's like, I'll go play golf with Ron White. I did. I don't like Ron White. I know everybody else does, but uh, he was a dick one time on the show, and that's all it takes is the one time. He's been very nice to me, um, uh, and you know, I got. I have. Oh, I don't. Yeah, very personal. Ruin him procedure. like Jason Biggs. But I'm not like. I'm not like. I'm not like oh I, oh I hate him you know I just he was a dick one time and that was enough I was just like that's good yep I don't and uh, yeah good luck to him he's I guess doing clubs around here trying to get some you know put work on new material yeah and uh, I think that's a good treat for fans if if they go to the show and he shows up there and then that's a big deal yeah I remember when my dad uh, when my dad still lived in Staten Island and we had one comedy club Grandpa Al Lewis's comedy club oh okay and my dad went there one night to see. I don't even think he knew who he was going to see, and they were like, "Ladies and gentlemen, a special guest tonight, Andrew Dice Clay." And I think my dad loved Dice. It was it went in the order of Dice, me, and my brother. And yeah, that's how it went back then. And I couldn't imagine that. That's like that would be like going to a show and they're like, "Ladies and gentlemen, Eddie Murphy." And you're I like, know what for us it was. We went to Governors, and if Dice showed up there, it was like yeah. the greatest thing. My parents' favorite. They would go see John Panette. I love John Panette. John yeah. Panette. You know, like that was like. I remember how hard. They laughed and talked about going to see him. It was the first time I ever knew that this was a possibility as a job. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I think you can just make people laugh. I was right. like in eighth grade or whatever. But see, you know what's interesting to me is that uh, where, what city did you grow up in? I'm in, well, I grew up in Smithtown. Okay, so I would tell you that out of all my friends in Staten Island, I was the least funniest out of all of them. I was, I was, you know, but I mean, all those guys make me laugh. Yeah. I just think that's a. That's what they do. Like I try to defend uh, Governor Cuomo when one girl came out and said that he said that. I was like, that's just an Italian guy thing. Yeah, kissing, talking, know, My wife said the uh, same thing like, too. Yeah. That's like Uncle Vinny. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I understand. And then you get like twelve girls. The fifteen like, oh, might have been a little creepier than, right. than the average okay. one. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, I think it's harder when you're there because you're like, 
Well, I'm here. I am in New York now. Like you could start out in Tulsa and be the funniest guy in Tulsa in a couple yep. of minutes, and then branch out. Yep. But to do that in New York takes balls. Yeah. No. And and you know th- there are the funniest people in yeah. New York. You yeah. know, and most of them aren't famous. They're just funny. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting. Well, look, uh, I'm glad you made it to Tampa, dude. I'm happy to be here. Yeah. There's I, a lot uh, of stuff. I I, I knew some. This was going to be a big weekend. I'm on the flight. And I see this guy get on with like a Sergeant Slaughter face mask, and I was like, <laughs> okay. And then I see the next guy get on with a W. WWE basement, and I go, oh, I go, let's go. I text my friend. I go, hey, isn't is WrestleMania in Tampa? Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah. I'm like, because these guys, I'm like, and none of them, none of them had like a hot girlfriend behind no. them in like Louboutins. They all just like like misfits. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. okay, this is their big trip yeah. they save up for, which is weird because I've loved wrestling for years. And it's, now that it's here, I couldn't even care less. Really? Like, yeah, I'm too old now. Yeah. It was cool when my kid was into it for a little while because then I can get into it and blame him. But I had gone to WrestleMania for a bunch of years, and then now that it's here, I'm not even going. Yep. It's just, it was, when we were kids, it was cool. When you were kids and uh, everything was great, and then all of a sudden now it's just become, now I know the business of it, and I'm like, Ugh, I awesome. know. I'm good. Maybe the Yankees are in town. I might try to go see. They'll get plenty of chance to get tickets there. Really? You could probably. Even with the, even the smaller. Uh, attendance people uh, rate or whatever it is. We're used to having small attendance in that place. <laughs> it's gonna look normal. Yeah, this will be the most people that go are when the Yankees Theater are here. Town, yeah, and uh, you'll be fine. In fact, it's it's so bad they might even let you play third for the race. So, All right. Yeah, just roll up and you'll yeah. be good. Dude, great to see you. Kind of meet you again. Yeah, man. Uh, and uh, go see Steve. Steve Renesis. He's going to be at Sidesputters nine six zero eleven ninety seven or sidesputterscomedy dot com Friday Saturday. Uh, yeah, that's what's left. Yeah, Friday. today's Friday. Yeah, yeah Friday and Saturday, uh, two shows each night. Uh, make your reservation. Don't wait to walk up there and try to get tickets. You'll be turned away. Uh, get them on now at sidesportercomedy.com. We will take a quick break. It's the Mike Caldas Show. This is 1025 The Bone. You're listening. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.